Well, Rob Shooter, I don't know if this is our holiday show or not, but ho, 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 ho to holidays. both of us. Happy holidays. I love the holidays. This morning I woke up and I was in a terrible mood. I have a great life. But in some, New York City. Yeah, sometimes I was just in a mood. I was really grumpy and I failed twice this morning. I was like a little grumpy slash rude. What'd you fail at? Somebody in the elevator uh, who pressed the wrong button and I was like, <gasps> I'm sorry that about that. You hit the wrong button. I, yeah, I, I didn't mean to. It happens. And then my doorman, who was busy helping somebody else, um, didn't feel like. No, it's all, I was just. And I was like, ah! Oh! And then I was like, I got. Humbug. Yeah. I was like that. I was Scrooge. And I got into a taxi. And I came downtown to, to see you. In the snow. Which is really rather beautiful. And then in this taxi with this amazing Jamaican driver singing away to Christmas carols. And I just sat in the back and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas came on, which is sort of like a sad Christmas song. It and is, but it has that, It ha- Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas has that feeling where even though it's sad, it also makes you feel whole. It at the, feel like, it's almost really biblical. It's like a hymn. Because it wasn't a big, flashy Mariah Carey. It didn't have six key changes. It didn't have a chorus of, of, of a reindeers. It was like a real simple little well, song. Well, when you get a chance, you know we just covered and it. it. Just, uh, Sam Smith just covered uh, it like the other day. It's heartbreaking. So I was in the back of the taxi. And I was feeling guilty for being a dick. And then this song came on. And this guy who might have a lot less than I do right. was hang- singing along. Love and life. And I checked myself. I literally checked myself. And I was like, I have nothing in life to be upset about. Well, I have an amazing life. I have a great friends and family. And I just was like, I, and it's like that, like a light bulb. I became happy. But you know what's interesting? Uh, as you're traveling to downtown Manhattan, where we're uh, recording this right now, J-Lo posted a picture from right around the corner. I guess she's filming her her uh, her cop show oh, right yeah. around here. Blues but, or something. Yeah, uh, b- on, she uh, it on my street once, and they shut down the whole block. I remember that. To visit her on the set. Yeah, it, so she posted, it's snowing again, and uh, so right on Spring Street. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure if you watch uh, Jennifer Lopez's show and it's snowing, that today was the day well, she was filming. Script or Jennifer will be furious. Oh, oh, oh yeah, somebody will have to fix that. No, someone. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I wanted to jump into before we did you hear hear the story that Richard Gerber, I think the from the Gerber family, married to uh, Cindy Crawford, yeah, uh, friends with George Clooney, sat down and he was talking about a story what George Clooney did for fourteen of his friends. Yeah, he gave them all a million dollars. Well, yeah, but he did it in a very game show type way. Yeah. So, so a- anyone who's done something for George Clooney throughout his life up into current day, he brought into a room like. Very, just the, I think of it as a game show. Right. There's 14 suitcases in this game show, and ask each friend to sit behind a suitcase, deal or no deal. not knowing, yeah, exactly, not knowing what's in that suitcase. So Clooney sits down, Rob Shooter, just like a game show host, and says, "You've done so much for me. Whether you've helped me out, sleeping, allowing me to sleep on your couch, to uh, you know, helping me when I was poor, uh, to when I was a child, and then open up the briefcase, and inside that briefcase, twenty dollar bills worth a million dollars." It's amazing. Have you ever heard of anything like that? I think I think being generous to friends that were generous to you, or even if they were not generous to you, is a lovely way to live your life. We, I don't have the resources to give people millions no. of dollars. But I do buy friends lunches and dinners and drinks, and it gives me nothing but pleasure. On Tuesday night this week, I went out with a friend that isn't doing so well. Like, right. Doesn't have a job, had lost a job a year ago, is really struggling. 
And before, I didn't wait for the end of the dinner. Because Matt Lauer. Uh, you're so <laughs> naughty. And before the dinner started, I was like, this is my treat. So that the person on the menu wouldn't just order an appetizer because she's yeah. such a good person. She she can't afford to like spend as much as I can. I love and that so about like, you, though. No, I Honestly. Because at the end of the dinner, she would have been like, Blood, I would have had the lobster Uber. Yeah. Like, no, you were paying. I would have gotten like, the steak. to go? All right, so George Clooney giving a million dollars. I mean, what more... Christmas E story can you get from there? He's like I mean. Santa. He's a he's an angel. We should also point out too, he just sold his liquor company for a billion. So maybe he's feeling a little flush with money. Even so, do you ever do that though? Like when I walk past the or if I buy a lottery ticket and I think I'm gonna win ten million, I'm like You start well, thinking about I give what are you gonna sister do? Four hundred thousand because I like her. My brother, maybe <laughs> a little less, my mum a little more, but I do think about like oh it'd be really lovely to, to, well, to be able to share the wealth. You know it's funny, we do we do those lottery things here at work, and I always say that if we win it here at work, we split it whatever but i i also go out on the side and buy my own and and yeah and then if i win it bye bye see you bye-bye. later bye-bye <laughs> all right yeah. let, let's uh let's jump into it i have some stories myself from uh back backstage uh last week at madison square garden for a big uh jingle ball so concert taylor swift uh taylor swift it's interesting taylor swift um when she enters the building it's as if Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are no. in the so room. So the car comes up the ramp. There's actually a ramp at the backstage of the garden. Right. So you don't need to walk in. The it's A-list, only A-list of A-listers are allowed to, to go up that room. ramp. So Beyonce, Taylor, Jay-Z. Right. Taylor Swift is up the ramp. Yes. So the car comes in. It's a black SUV I'm picturing. She pulls up. Two people open the door. Madison Square Garden shuts down. You're not allowed to move backstage. So if you're in, Taylor arrives. If you're in an area, if you're in a certain area... All the security guards go. No one's allowed to move. So it's just lockdown. It's on lockdown. Swift is here. Yeah, Taylor's there. Right. But it's interesting. So uh, Ed Sheeran opened the show at Does seven. Did he get the same response? Uh, not not, not as same. much, but he's a little bit more personable. Right. Uh, so t- uh, Ed Sheeran opens the show at 7 p.m., right? Yeah. On the dot. Yes. Does a solid 25 seven, minutes. Yeah. He has a song with Taylor Swift called Endgame. Oh. Taylor Swift closes the show. So Ed Sheeran has five hours yeah. to kill no. backstage at Jingle Ball. So here's a funny thing. I was walking backstage when I was allowed to, and Ed Sheeran comes out of his dressing room, bottle of Patron going into Taylor Swift's dressing room. Now, in Taylor Swift's dressing room, may I add, Taylor Swift's boyfriend that yes. no one has really heard of, uh, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, oh. um, Ed Sheeran, oh. and a few others, uh, Camila Cabello. So it was like a rat pack of celebrities. Oh, so she had like a little private party. Oh, yeah. She area. she literally did. And plus, Ed Sheeran had five hours to kill before he... Yeah. Now, what was the connection between her and Suri Cruz, who introduced her? Was that correct? No, yeah. Well, I think uh, Katie Holmes lives here in New York uh, with Suri. And uh, it's funny. I think we have seen Suri more than Tom has seen Suri. Uh, but Suri is of the age where she loves these artists now. These are like her like idols, idols pretty much. Did Taylor and her hang backstage? Uh, not that I know of. Here's the interesting thing about Suri, too, that I wanted to bring up to you. I couldn't find her at all. Uh, like, not that I was looking for Surrey backstage, but like, you run into people, yeah. you see everyone before they're on stage. I couldn't find Surrey wherever they had a they had a presenter room for like the the, the guest that was presenting, like yes. Ben Platt yep. and a bunch of other you know celebrities. Uh, apparently, Surrey was in there, quote unquote, mm. but I didn't see it. But I went out uh, to watch a few uh, acts perform on stage. There's Katie with her friends. Yes. No Surrey. So I think Surrey got the Taylor Swift treatment, got ushered in back uh, up the ramp, got, the, got and got brought out on stage, and that was it. But she stole the show. Did people go crazy? People, you know who else was there? 
Lindsay Lohan. Was she invited? She must have been invited. That's like, I don't know. But did she have a role? Did she present? No, no she was hanging. She literally was hanging. She was just going to hang. She went out backstage. She, she was hanging out backstage. backstage. You're not going to turn her down. So Everybody's like, oh, Lindsay Lohan's here. Lindsay's here. Lindsay's and then here. Did, she, did, she, did she lay like, I want to present the chains? No, well, well, no, those are already set. set. Those are set There's in stone. For her to so do. Lindsay Lohan was. Who was she with? She looked like maybe a friend or two, but she was b- backstage by herself. Just hanging out? Hanging out. For no reason. You know who also very interesting? Interesting and very handsome too in person. You remember Tim Tebow? Yes. The he's the a sport. Player, the, the football. Virgin, yeah. yeah uh, anal, a sports analyst yeah, yeah. now. You know would uh, pray every time he scored a touchdown. Very handsome. Very. Oh. I could see why people flock to see him speak because even when he's because he looks you dead in the eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a thing. Anytime you're talking to someone, you look him dead in the eyes. No matter if you're interested or not, like you are right now, Rob. And <laughs> we can have a conversation. You can walk away from that conversation thinking I'm interested. Exactly. Uh, well, don't no, say it like, like that. that no, but I get it. Mentally touched. Oh, fantastic. He is, he is a very... I get it. How was, um, how was Sam Smith? Was he? Sam Smith was very nice. He... Uh, he, he it's funny because they're on these big tours, so he's uh, at this time he's he's tired. You know, it's a Friday night. He's tired, but I heard Sam Smith a few days before, prior to that. You know, Rita Ora, right? The mm-hmm. singer. She's she's huge in the UK. Really didn't make didn't it here in, here in the they US. Tried. She did American Stop Model. Never quite. Had it. Right. They went Rita Ora. Sam Smith went drinking around New York City on uh, the Wednesday night before Jingle Ball, right. singing uh, s- singing Nicki Minaj songs at a bar, and then uh, got so drunk they started breaking out into when a man loves a woman <laughs> loud so sam smith drinking in new york city but that's I love it. That, that that's all i got for you too, though it's such a testament to the power of z100 and iHeartRadio that these stars stop their tour to come into town to do this one-off show oh of course it's amazing it's amazing amazing but yeah I, I was i felt like i was working for you i was i was back there i was riding the elevator what, a lot Ryan reynolds have anything to do for the show just hanging out <clears> nope just hanging out in and taylor Blake the same had yep. nothing to do just uh, hanging out their daughter is uh featured in one of taylor's songs on her new album oh. uh, uh, but so, th- but they they have a close friendship. So friends of Taylor. Swift, yeah, they, it, 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 friends. yeah. It wasn't like they were coming into like, oh, let's go see Taylor in concert. Oh, they hang out with her. Yep. I wonder what they did afterwards because the minute she stopped performing, she was in her car and out of that garden as fast as she arrived. Oh like, yeah, literally poof. walked off the stage the into the car. Waiting, see you later. By. It's an amazing life, isn't it? It's so interesting, and and I know you're you're close with Barry Manilow. It's just it's I just I can never see myself. You always imagine trying to live that superstar I would life. Hate it. I wouldn't want it. I know, but you imagine like growing up, the you're second, like yeah. Well, the second you're right, it's more than that. There's years when you're growing up when you want to be when you want to be a pop star, or a rock star. You want to be you know Sting or Bono or Madonna or, or Taylor Swift. And then once you realize the sort of life they live, I don't know if you want it. You want to be famous enough that you get a, a dinner reservation. You want to be famous enough that you might get some free swag. You don't. Oh, want to be super you know who's backstage? Who? Teresa Giudice. She got backstage with her daughters. I think no. it was more of the daughters thing. But, yeah, but she how was. How did she still get backstage? She got backstage and and she was with uh, two uh, two guys that look like her husband, but probably some type of security. But. They what say did she do just hang out. Went through the gift lounge. Oh, got some, got some free, 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 right. free things. There's a gift lounge backstage for celebrities <coughs> so and VIPs, and so she enjoyed that part. It's so random. It's so, and they have all the money in the world. I'm not sure Teresa does, but yeah. Taylor does, and so they still are grubby for these freebies. I'd rather go online and buy it. I think. All right, uh, uh, let's uh, let's jump into some so stories. Quick, we've got five minutes left. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm I'm reading that. Which if this is. 
to be true, but it's good that they're working on it. Matt Damon and his wife of 12 years are going through some couples yeah, therapy, which couples, is good for yeah, a relationship. It's not a bad thing. Like, it strengthens the relationship, yeah, I think. I don't think the relationship's over. But, Every but, couple's need a tune-up and a, a check-in. But I think that, out. I mean, we always say that, but I think... Th- Matt Damon was the is that celebrity where you hear that you're like, well, does love even exist at the end of this? Matt Matt keeps love alive. Like he's a good guy, yeah. delicious, and a great dad, a great husband. But yeah, I think every couple has issues and moments. And the story is that these two are now seeking a little bit of professional help. Not a bad thing. I'm sure they're going to survive. He's a good guy. He's just an all around, all around good guy. He was at the View this week, and the kids from Strange Stranger Things Stranger on Things Netflix. You should watch it. And, it's a very uh, good show. The kids freaked out. And he took pictures with them. He was a good. He's a good guy. Like he's not Taylor Swift. If you bump into him backstage, right. He's not hiding in a dressing well, room. Or I, in I always appreciate what he did. Like he realized he wanted to start a family, and he met his wife. And as opposed to living the Hollywood elite lifestyle of up in the Hollywood Hills and you know driving Ferraris or whatever, he moved his family to Miami. Came a dad overnight, adopted her kids. And if you wanted me, like if you wanted me, Matt Damon, in your film, Rob Shooter, you would have to put the script in the mail, put uh, some some, uh, stamps and uh, postmark it, (laughs) and send it to my house in Miami. I'm happy to do it. He's a good, good guy. Um, so, some little news on him. I'm sure it's all going to be fine. What else do we have going on? Uh, let's see. Uh, we, we talk Broadway a lot because, you know, you very much in tone with the Broadway community. Me loving to I see love, a broad. I love theater. Uh, J-Lo and A-Rod. Yeah, uh, they went to see Bruce. Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. And it's not a Broadway show. It's him it's doing his, stripped down it's shows. It's really, really special. It's him and a guitar and a piano. And I think it's just his wife. There's no backup singers or, or production. And it's a bare stage. It sounds terrible, but it's actually amazing. And I think his songs are so great. You just listen Listen to the lyrics. He doesn't want people screaming and shouting. In fact, if you try to sing along, he stops and tells you to shut up. <laughs> and so J-Lo went a couple of nights ago. She went with A-Rod. A-Rod was a bigger star there than J-Lo. His crowd, which is a lot New of York guys and New York guys. Yep. Blue collar. Uh, blue collar guys. And um, A-Rod was the guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. J-Lo looked like J-Lo and they all appreciated oh, that. Oh, of course. But it was A-Rod that was the guy. Go to Naughty Gossip too. He's wearing, um, for the ladies out there, he's wearing a suit with a pattern on it. And the pants are so tight. It's bad to wear a pattern around your crotch if it's really tight because it clings to everything. So if you want to oh, see that's what, interesting. what I A-Rod is packing, it's on Naughty Gossip. There's a picture of him in these really tight pants backstage and I should be looking at Bruce and A-Rod's face I'm sorry I'm not <laughs> uh, but it's really uh, A-Rod's a healthy gentleman and um, so they went to see the show that's the show it's the well, hardest well, ticket in town well uh, let's bounce and no up. freebies Jayla had to pay there are no free tickets so so that means they they pray, paid above asking price no, because they got them for the house seats. Oh, they got the so house got, seats. But the house seats are Do they hold on to house seats for situations yeah. like when JLo and yeah, A-Rod and go, I want to come to... So if you write a musical, um, the authors have two tickets every night. Whether or not they use them, right. they have those tickets. And I think you have 24 hours to give them up. So if an author like Andrew Lloyd Webber wants two tickets to Phantom, he has to give them 24 hours notice and he gets the best seats in the house. But they're held every single day. So Interesting. A week. So um, Bruce probably has a row of seats and the best seats. Well, it looked like they were in like the, those uh, those like uh, balcony Abraham Lincoln type seats. They might seat. have saved in the box, but yeah, um, the, yeah the, the authors and, the, and the, the lead, if you're a big star like Bette Midler, I think has four tickets every night for Hello Dolly. They're her seats. 
to buy. They're not free. Yeah. She can buy them every night, and she has 24 hours to Imagine buy Imagine she buys her own seats and then sells them for a higher yeah. price. Do you know what's interesting? There's really great guys from Book of Mormon yeah. that did um, um, South Park. South Park, yeah. They were saying Trey Parker. that show cost them a fortune because all their friends wanted tickets, and they thought they were free tickets, and they were like, no, we're paying for them. So if you want two tickets... Broadway inexpensive, honey. So they were like, we were paying for two tickets, cheap. and friends were not turning up. And they were like, what? And then they had two empty seats in the best seats in the house. So, no, Bruce has seats. Well, uh, you've worked with Bon Jovi before, right? I love John. J- just uh, inducted into the Rock and yeah, Roll Hall of Fame. He was banned for a long time. Yeah, so why, why is John that? John Wenner, who owns Rolling Stone, he used to own us weekly, right. and I own it now. John Wenner ran the Hall of Fame, basically, because of Rolling Stone being the most important magazine. And he just didn't like Bon Jovi. He's a huge Bruce fan. Do you know Bon Jovi's never been on the cover of Rolling Stone? Interesting. He didn't like it. And I think he, it's too late in the school. Well, maybe... Well, maybe John has no power. So right. He's lost... But maybe the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will put Bon Jovi on the cover of uh, Rolling Stone eventually. Well, Rolling Stone's up for sale, so when it's sold, he'll be able to do it then. But I don't know if he wants to be on it anymore. There was a while then when Rolling Stone was the magazine. Be all, end all, yeah. Massive magazine. And did they, you burp they, and talk? I sort of did. <laughs> yeah. they, would not, um, they would not put John on the cover. And he was furious about it. When I was his publicist, all he wanted was the cover of Rolling Stone. That's the and one thing. I just didn't like him. So that was the that was the one golden uh, medal that you were never... It. It, it, he really wanted the cover of Rolling Stone, well, and I couldn't get it. Here's an interesting question. Based off your PR career, like you were just saying with Bon Jovi wanting the Rolling Stone cover, and you trying your damnedest to try to get it, what, what, would you say that was the hardest thing that you were never able to accomplish you know, for, for a client? Um, like, But what's the thing that really... Really I still irks you. Wanted a Vogue cover, but I think we made that happen. But see, you made that happen. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, like, is Bon Jovi being on the Rolling Stone the one that the, that one? He's wanted a Vogue, and I couldn't get that. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Is is that the one no, thing that still gets you? I, I know you don't care, but like the one thing that you really tried for so I know, hard. I wanted to get John, and I cared when I worked for them. I just I don't hold on to the past. That no, I know that. But I find it interesting, though. And I think John wanted that Rolling Stone. We couldn't get it. Couldn't like, and we met. He had a meeting with the editor in chief. Like, John wanted it. Like, the editor-in-chief, John went to the, his house. Like, John John was humble for it. Guitar John and went. everything, maybe. It might have been a yeah. shirtless. I don't know. And then I think we had a meeting with Jan Wenner and John at Rolling Stone. And they were like, we can do six pages inside, but not the cover. It was re- and it, it's, it's, a, it's so interesting how that world works. to me is not what I cared about. was that John Bon Jovi, who sold a mi- 100 million records, a superstar, handsome, smart, cool. He cared about rock. I'd be like, I don't care. Right. I don't want to put me on the cover. I don't but care. But I guess at that point in your career when you've accomplished so much and the there's... the one thing that like, they used to get in their own way. And it's the one when you're told no, they want it even more. Like, right. I've been told yes, John might not have done it. Interesting. I remember too, I got a cover of Rolling Stone. For Je- I was working for Jessica Simpson. It was Jessica and Ashley. But they wanted them like fighting in mud. It was like so sexual, uh, and they turned that it down. definitely wouldn't the, work no, the today. The girls were like, "No, the girls are like, no, we don't want it." That no, wouldn't work in today's to world. Down the cover of Rolling Stone. Uh, and one more off of Broadway too. So Alec Baldwin taking his SNL character of Trump, Trump character to Broadway. Has become such a massive deal. And, um, Do you think it redid his career in a way? I think it did. It put him back out there and it put him on the hottest. In a positive show. Yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 30 Rock was cool for him because of Tina Fey. And he's very much in with Lorne Michael and the SNL crowd. Right. Remember when Will Farrell took his George W. Bush show to Broadway? Yeah. It's going to be like that. Oh, okay. An hour and a half on Broadway. Alec as Trump, produced by Lorne Michaels. Um, all the SNL characters, I'm sure, will be in the audience. I think it's a fun idea. I think. Uh, you know, that politics stuff is so tricky and it's so ugly at the minute and people are so angry still about it. I'm not sure 
sure people were as angry with George W as they are with Trump. And so, like, right. the George W, we sort of sort of laughed at it as yeah. a buffoon, as yeah. a bit silly. But he was never a bad guy. Like, George W was like, I'd love to have a beer with George. And he's so funny. And even at the inauguration when he couldn't put his poncho on. Yep. And, sort of like, and got George lost in like, it. Yeah, I, I like George W. Bush, regardless of politics. Trump's different. He's a very different president. And I don't know if people are going to pay that much money. I think it'll be a short run, but uh, a well short run yeah, of the I mean, show. Yeah, I was waiting to say. Uh, now, I, I know you, you're working on this story that you've been, you, you cannot tell me a single thing about it, but uh, just, can I say, be on the lookout for Tuesday? Yeah, no, we have some great, we have some big stories. We have them all the time, if the truth be told. There's I know, but this week, this week, you've no, been. It's just the time was difficult, but if, if it's, it depends what time I get a tip at. Right. So if I've got a tip at nine o'clock this morning, I, I'd have to work that. You got to vet it out. Yeah. So if they call me at 11, then I could still do this and then, right. and then. So it's not necessarily the level of the story. It's not the level. Oh, see, of, I thought this was no. the next. It's not you know, just call came in at a tricky time. Yeah, so of course, you, you got to vet it. Leads, and if you don't respond, they call somebody else. So this story that you're working on, it's we a big will. One, we'll see every week. I know, but we'll see it what we'll see on it Tuesday. Week. I'll tell it you next week. All right, fair enough. All right, right Rob yeah. Shooter, Merry holidays. Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thank you for listening to us on iHeartRadio, and we will talk to you hopefully next week.